When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Gilgis Alexander with a beautiful spin move into the paint and a basket there. He's got 23. 86-81 Thunder. He inbounded again to Gilgis Alexander up top. Gets it to Gideon the free throw line. Bounce pass to Jalen Williams for the two-hand stuff. Tie ball game at 110, 235 to go. Welcome back to Heard at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me as well. We are about to be joined by our friend Joel Lorenzi. Before we do that, though, I want to tell you about our friends at Rockbrook Camera. They are not just about selling you a camera. They're about trying to make you the best photographer you can be, whether you're a professional or just trying to capture some memories. Rockbrook Camera has you covered. Latest technology and support after the sale. You can trade in your old gear to upgrade or try out their extensive rental section as well. RockbrookCamera.com, or you can see him at 168th and Center in Omaha, 70th and Pioneer in Lincoln. Uh, joining us now is our friend Joel Lorenzi from the Omaha World Herald, shortly uh, <laughs> soon to be a Thunder beat writer for the Oklahoman. Joel, what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? Good to talk to y'all. What up, Joel? It's good to hear your voice, man. Man, it's been a minute, Andrew. It has. <laughs> it has. Man, first off, I want to openly say, I know I've already told you this uh, on social media, but, man, congratulations on taking that next step. You have been you've been unbelievable here in town covering Creighton. And, like, I know I've been short-lived here, so I can't touch on the other Creighton writers that either have been with the Omaha World Herald or beyond. But, I mean, the work that you've done is, is unmatched, and I know your goal has always been to get to the NBA. So kudos to you for getting there so fast. I appreciate that. It, it, it means everything. Hey, let's talk about that move, though. Yeah. Because OKC is just making headlines, right? And I, I was kind of on the OKC train a little bit last year because of what they've been able to accomplish with such a young team. But let's just talk about their trade capital for a hot minute. Like, they – you got you to gotta think this, Joel, too, right, that they have set themselves up for the brightest future of any NBA team. No, no doubt. And, and I'll give you a credit. You were on that train. I don't, I don't think I was so high on them last year, especially because, um, you know, I, th- I think uh, it was hard to at the start of the year – I'm not sure everybody thought J-Dub would be as good as he already mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. 
you know, Chet Chet wasn't available, so it was like, what what would the team look like? Uh, maybe people didn't expect, you know, a certain leap from, from Giddy. Um, and then obviously, Chet Gilders is as good as he was and, and is. Um, first team All-NBA probably would have been far-fetched a summer ago, right? Oh, so, yeah. Um, they're, they're more than ready to take that leap and, and are definitely, uh, I think they're the the overwhelming, you know, consensus pick for most promising young core. And in terms of, you know, the draft capital and everything they got, um, I can't say I'm surprised. Like, Sam Presti, this dude, um, is widely regarded as a genius. Um, and for the right reasons, man, like, this would be the second time, assuming the thing plays out how I think it'll play out, um, this would be the second time he's created almost like a dynasty. I mean, I, I think those those early, uh, you know, 20, 2010 um, Thunder teams were basically a dynasty. I mean, they had three MVPs, right? Even if mm-hmm. people didn't realize and I think uh, I don't I don't know if the team has three MVPs, but uh, they they really got the pieces to to cook up something special, man. And and, and I think they they're set up to where they could put, really pay all all these dudes that matter. And and um are like you said with all the draft capital, they're, they're a trade away from really convincing people like yo like they're a contender. Joel, you know you, you I'm a little jealous because they've got you've got a couple of guys that are some of my low key favorites in the league. I've been really high on Chet Holmgren. I'm really excited to see him uh, in us in his first NBA season. And I've always really low key liked Josh Giddy too, who doesn't get a ton of love, but I love the way that dude plays basketball. So I'm a little jealous on that front. I think you're going to be able to uh, to watch some some really beautiful basketball there. But you mentioned. That draft capital. I think a lot of people are like, oh, how are, you know they're gonna have all these first round picks or whatever. But what the real thing that sets them up for, right, is hey, if this team is is ready to go, they have the best trade offer for whoever they decide they mm-hmm. want to go get mm-hmm. of anybody in the league. No doubt, and I think they got so many rotational pieces now. I don't know who you would get off if you want to get off of anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess. Um, you know, what pieces they have when it comes time to trade. I don't, I don't know that they'll do the trade this year. It might happen next summer or the following year. I think I think Sam Preston knows that window is probably closing in. But, you know, it depends on who's in their rotation because think about the guys that, you know, like who would you envision when they become a contender, like being on that team field? Like, you know, you got Shea, you got Josh Giddy, Chet Holmgren, Lou Dort, J-Dub. I think one of those guys is probably – Excluded in, in or, or included in the deal, rather, right? Like, right. You, yeah. You probably keep all of them, even if you can afford to pay all of them. So I'm thinking maybe, you know, Giddy's probably out of there. Or, you know, Lou Dort is probably out of there. I don't know. Whatever Presti's able to pull off. Um. So it'll it'll it'll. I think that's that's the challenge ultimately down the line. Is, you know, who you decide to part with, and and um. Obviously, I don't think. In nowhere, shape, or form, I don't think it would be Chet. But um, now, now the minutes matter in terms of you know they have to see what the what the new look Thunder look like because um, even though they're only you know factoring in Chet moving forward in terms of the the way the basketball looks from last year to this year, that's a huge difference, man. Mm-hmm. And you have to see who them now and and what lines work best. And I think that'll that'll end up you know producing, you know, the division and, and saying, okay, you know, like, Presti will see then, like, okay, this is who has to go. And, and they'll have the best package in the league, for sure. Hey, when you envision a trade, I, 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 this is p- 
purely hypothetical. <laughs> but is it like you go after KD and bring him back, like a guy of that age, or do you go after somebody younger that's currently a star in the star in the league? No, I couldn't do a KD. If it was me, I would think that was crazy. So then, you, I, not only would the package probably well, I think Presti is too smart to take whatever asking price Phoenix would have for KD because I think. Whoever has KD in their possession, even when he's 35, 36, is going to probably be asking for a package similar to what Maury is asking for Hart. It would be kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's obviously a better, uh, a more pluggable fit anywhere right now to me. Um, but, but yeah, like I, I think, uh, I think you go younger. I think you go somebody who is 30 or younger, probably not over 30. You yeah. catch somebody in a somebody who really can change things around. I think I think if they want to be a championship team, um, is, is Shea, as good as Shea is, uh, you know, first team on NBA, is he first option on a championship team right now? Will he make that leap to become the guy to be like, okay, you know, I can be the best player on a championship team? Or do they have to find somebody better than him? And if that's the case, I'd say there aren't even 15 players better than him right now. So it's going to be hard. <laughs> how many of them are young enough to – to where you feel comfortable trading and, and building with them in the long run. Uh, Joel, before we let you go here, I want to switch gears and, and talk about the team that you still technically cover, the Creighton Blue Jays. <laughs> um, they were uh, ranked number eight in the preseason AP poll. I guess just your reaction to that, that seemed about right to you. I know some people, myself included, think that there's a chance they could be even a little better than next year than last year. I don't know if that means they go to a Final Four, but I think during the regular season at least they could be consistently a little bit better. Uh, what were your thoughts about what, where they were ranked and where you think this team can be this year? Yeah, I thought the ranking was fine. I, I, I pretty much expected that. I think that's been kind of consensus, consensus all summer. Like, I think whether you're hiring them, lowering them, um, I think the fact that the staff proved how far they could get last year and that they retained much of that core, at least the pieces that mattered um, most. Not to say that R2 and uh, Kamala didn't matter, but obviously I think the big three, their, their top three options are, are what they uh, probably should have worked to re- retain the most, and they did. Um, it, it, the projections have, have shown that all summer, right? Like we, we, like I said, whether they're high or low on them, I don't think people have have thought of them as worse than the top 15 team in the country. Like at the very, at the very worst, even if you're like trading stuff, celebrated, you're probably not putting, <laughs> you're probably not toward the 15, right? So eight, eight was to be expected, man. Like, um, do I think this team? Like, I, I don't know if I'm as high on this team as I was last year's team at this time, right? Like, I think the between the collective buzz and and what this starting lineup looked like, like I, I think. Going into the season, I was more, but um, I will say I, I'm not mad at people for being bullish uh, on this year's team and, and where they can go. And, um, they're, they're a good team, man. They're they're really damn good. And I'm higher on Atlas this time around than I was when he first got here. So that is our friend Joel Lorenzi. Joel, we really appreciate all the time you've given us, kind of uh, as your as your time here in Omaha is coming to an end. Uh, best of luck down in Oklahoma City, and, and legitimately, congratulations on, on kind of being able to follow your dream and cover an NBA team. Thanks, Joel. I appreciate it. Much love, guys. See you, man. That's Joel Lorenzi of the Omaha World Herald, soon to be of the Oklahoman. Avery Howard of Herd Sports will join us next.